Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of of God. I hope you're having a great day today. I'm excited and looking forward to studying the Bible together, and we'll see what Paul has for us here through inspiration of God in chapter 10 of 1 Corinthians. We started this chapter last broadcast, and now we're in study number two in chapter 10. And last broadcast, we discussed the first four cha- verses, and it'll lead us into chapter 5 and chapter, or sorry, chapter, verse 5 and verse 6 today, and we'll rehearse those other verses for context, and then I'll make an application, and then the following broadcast is so important that you don't miss, we'll find out the exact things Paul is going to reference, and we'll see that as we study down through the rest of this chapter. Now, in chapter 10, Paul is being retrospective. He's looking back. He is reminiscing. He's rehearsing the history of Israel, and he's writing to these folks in Corinth. Now, obviously, the ones he's addressing here, though this church is Jew and Gentile, uh, right now he's talking to his Jewish brethren, those who are Hebrews, but they've been born again. And Paul is using the example and the illustration of Israel to apply a truth to them. I don't need to tell you this. I've said it before, but I'll say it just in case we have somebody just now tuning in. The church in Corinth was a carnal church. It was very uh, divided. It was full of sin and the covering of sin. There was uh, carnality shown in their criticism of Paul, their disputes among themselves, uh, lack of spiritual discernment. Really, they were babes in Christ. Paul is going to also have to deal with, and we'll talk about it here soon, spiritual gifts and the abuse of different spiritual gifts, the mishandling of some some things, parading around as though it was God in it and he wasn't in it. And all of that's taking place in this church here in Corinth. Now, Paul is going to give them a history lesson, and he's using the history lesson to make a current application. By the way, you and I would do well to learn from history. A nation that does not learn from its past is doomed to repeat it. You've heard the statement. America would do well to learn from history, to learn from history, to study the Roman Empire and other great empires of the world that are no longer where they were, not no longer in existence, many of them. And God help us, America's following the same pathway as some of those places and in those those empires in different periods of our world history. And we better be careful. We better be mindful. So Paul is going to look back, and let's see what he said in verse number one. Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant, how that all our fathers were under the cloud, and all passed through the sea. And he's referencing the cloud that directed Israel by day and the Red Sea that they crossed through to get out of harm's way, get out of uh, Pharaoh's reach. Verse 2, and we're all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. We talked about that last broadcast, and if you didn't hear it, I believe you ought to go listen to it, because if not, it might confuse you. Baptism, in this sense, he's talking about it's an identifier. To baptize is to be immersed, not sprinkled, but to be immersed. Israel was immersed in the cloud. They were immersed in the Red Sea, not 
so that they would drown. They passed through the Red Sea on dry ground, but on either side was the wall of the Red Sea. And when they did that, when they crossed through the Red Sea, when they followed the cloud, they identified with Moses. And just like baptism in the New Testament identifies us with Jesus Christ. Verse 3 said, And did all eat the same spiritual meat? They all ate that manna that fell from heaven, and all did drink the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock, that followed them. That word rock is capitalized in the King James Bible. And that rock capitalized was, here's why it's capitalized, that rock was Christ. So even in the Old Testament, that's a, a type uh, of a, a, a foreglimpse, if you will, of the Lord Jesus Christ, that smitten rock in Horeb, that rock that followed them is a forerunner of the rock of ages, cleft for you and I. And just like that rock was smitten and provided water, living water for the Israelites, our rock was taken and nailed to a cross. He was smitten. And when he shed his blood, he provided eternal life, living water, thank God, for you and I. Not just temporal salvation, not just physical relief, but eternal salvation, spiritual relief. Thank God for our rock. Now, in verse 5, it begins with the word, but. Paul says, but, hang on a minute. They all followed Moses. They followed the cloud. They passed through the sea. They ate the same meat. They drank the same drink. Drink, But with many of them, God was not well pleased. Now think of the statement. I've underlined it in my Bible. They were in the right crowd, following the right leader, enjoying the blessings of God, and yet there were some that were mixed into that multitude that God was not happy with, that God was not pleased with. That means atmosphere didn't help them. That meant uh, doctrine didn't help them. That meant uh, partaking or participating in whatever else was going on didn't help them. There was something about some of them with many, it says, not just a handful, but many of them, God was not well pleased. That's a scary thing, a sobering thing. For us to consider today that you could be in the right church, carrying the right Bible, singing the right songs, have the right kind of leadership, be around the right kind of people, and even get to be a, a recipient, a, a partaker of some of the goodness of God, and yet God not be pleased with you. It's a good place to say amen right there. It's a good time for a spiritual checkup. Where am I with God? Not where I am I physically. But where am I with the Lord? Now, the next phrase says this, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now, what is that referring to? They were overthrown in the wilderness. So God was not pleased with these people because they were overthrown. Now, if you look up the root to that word overthrown, it literally means catastrophe or chaos. It means calamity. It means some things broke down. So it's saying that there were some catastrophe, some uh, tragedy, some, some issues in the wilderness. They were overthrown, and that's so true. If you go back and study the nation of Israel and their time through uh, out traveling in the wilderness, you find out they were overthrown not just once but many times. Many different times catastrophe came. Catastrophe came, think about it, through Korah. The earth swallowed up Korah and all those who followed him. Then there's times when God's people complained. They complained. I think about the golden calf. That's a catastrophe, isn't it? They said, we don't know what happened to that old man Moses. He's gone now. Let's, let's make us a little god like the gods they have back there in Egypt. And so they made, made him a god. That's a catastrophe. They complained about 
manna from heaven. They had angel food to eat and got mad about it. God was their chef. Think about it. And they didn't like the, the food that he served them. And they complained. We got to eat manna again? You mean we got to eat food given to us by God again? You mean God's going to meet our need and we have to go with God again? I can't believe this is the way it's working out. And so they complained about that. They uh, they, they uh, had other problems. Think about uh, idolatry of Balaam and others. Uh, God had to judge his people. And many different times they were overthrown. They suffered some defeat in the wilderness. Now, these things, verse 6 says, now these things were our examples to the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Paul's telling us here, he's telling his audience, you and I as well, those things happened in the life of Israel so that God could give you and I a case study in catastrophe, a case study in being overthrown so that we might avoid the same. God has given us in his word provision for every question, every problem, every need, every uh, situation that we'll ever face in life. And you find, you say, I just need some advice. You'll find it in your Bible. You know that Bible verse that said, in multitude of counselors, there's safety. Well, that's not just talking about humans. In fact, it might not be talking about humans at all. I think if you read that, you think the context of it is talking about the Bible, the Word of God. You read these, I got 66 counselors here. I don't know how many chapters and verses off the top of my head. I've, I've known it before. I don't remember it off the top of my head. But this Word of God is my counselor. And so we have the situation going on in Israel so that we can look back and say, hey, see what they did? And that ended in destruction. They compromised. It ended in rebuke. They, they sinned. It ended in failure. They complained. It ended in judgment. And all of these different situations so that we can draw from that and use that as an example so that we don't follow in those same footsteps. Now, remember, Paul is counseling a carnal church a church filled with its own sin, its own situations and problems that they shouldn't have been proud of if they were. And Paul's having to deal with that. So Paul is giving them the example, taking them back in history to the nation of Israel and saying, you are following in their footsteps and judgment is at the door. God gave you these examples so that you could avoid being overthrown as Israel was. Now, next broadcast, we'll begin to look specifically at those evil things that Israel lusted after. So you don't want to miss that. Until then, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.